folks. Howdy. God almighty. This is a Sweat Equity Podcast. I'm your host, Law Smith. Doing this intro after, after the interview. And it's weird because I've got guys on the other side of the glass that can see me. Almost looks like I'm talking to myself. So, like a crazy guy. Like that guy, that homeless guy that's just yelling at a wall. And you're like, man kind of want to know how he got there. He wasn't, you know, he's like a 45-year-old man. He wasn't always, you know, an ex-fisherman yelling at a wall. There's a story there. Anyway, speaking of story, this is a good uh, good talk with um, my buddy uh, Victor Rivera, who is a SEO pro. He's got a company, Tampa Bay SEO Pro. And on the digital services side that, you know, through my company, Tokabaga Consulting, I talk about SEO a lot. And it's one of those things that's really frustrating because no one really knows what it is. Um, they've heard it. You know, it's like um, it's almost it's almost in lockstep with what people think of nutrition or what people think a good fitness regimen is. It's like everybody has wild ideas and rarely does anybody actually know what they should be doing. So it's one of those, uh, it was a good chat. Uh, I've been meaning to have him on for a while. And so hopefully that interview kind of helps. We, we kind of go over the basics. It's what you call a tease, guys. I'm a pro. I'm a pro introer. Um, this episode is brought to you by Grasshopper. I wish I knew how to make a grasshopper sound. I feel like he raises the roof as he goes. Grasshopper is a, uh, it's an entrepreneur's phone. It is a business line for your celly. Don't get the one that comes, don't go, oh, I'm, I have Boost Mobile, so I'm going to get a second Boost Mobile line. It probably won't work because you have a Boost Mobile phone, but you know, you know what I'm saying. If you have Sprint, you have AT&T, you have Verizon, uh, I'm missing one, T-Mobile. You know, everybody just goes, oh, I'm going to add a business line to that. And I can tell you it's not the best way to go. I get a lot of startups. I get a lot of people, what I call immature businesses in here. And um, I just, I totally disagree with that strategy. Go with an app that is scalable. Go with an app that other team members can see for coverage when you're small your small office, your small team, or you're trying to do your thing on the side, that side hustle will give you credibility that you have a business line at all. So let's fight against that. You may not have a business phone number. So try grasshopper.com slash sweat. That'll get you 50 bucks off. I'm going to repeat it a couple more times because that's how it sticks in your head. But uh, 50 bucks off for our listeners. It helps the show. So if you like this show and you need it, at least check it out. I think we get some good juju if you just check out the link. We'll put it in the show description. Um, so $50 off at trygrasshopper.com slash sweat. I asked the ad guys, you know, that give us, that hook this up, the middle, the middlemen, the brokers that hook up these ads. And uh, I was like, why don't, how come someone hasn't figured out how to, voice recognize when when we're doing copy for an ad and then on your phone it'll just it'll pop up like almost like a little it'll slide up it won't be annoying 
Uh, I want to know, like, Casper Beds, they sound awesome. Grasshopper Phone, sounds amazing. Warby Parker, I have them now. Because I heard the ads, I wanted to check them out. It'd be easier to connect that. As a digital marketer, digital advertiser, I feel like that's a no-brainer, but I guess you have to have it natively within whatever app you're listening to. So your move, iTunes, your move, Laughable, that we're on. Head over there. Go on iTunes, give us a five-star. Go on YouTube, find our channel, subscribe to that. That helps as well. Uh, and then on Facebook, we have a Facebook page. And I want to do some live stuff. I want to do some interactive stuff where people can ask questions live. It's just one of those things i got to promote. And um, I'm not good at promoting stuff if it's just me. So I'm getting better at that. Anyway, you need a business phone line, go to trygrasshopper.com slash sweat. All right, this is fun. This is going to be good. You're going to enjoy it. I try not to make it too, too techy. It's uh, I I basically brought I I told Victor come in man come in let's talk about SEO I want you to get something out of this too I want you to be able to pull out clips or tell clients um you know oh here's how I explain SEO or here's how to uh, here's how I explain here's he gives that one really basic piece of information and if you're doing your own business. It's really easy. It's it's like a no-brainer. We were doing it over here, and I w- we just did it because we thought it was a thing to do. So he gives out one piece of advice that's really pragmatic, really awesome. Uh, Tampa Bay SEO Pro. Check him out, and check if he's bullshitting you or not. Look 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 up SEO companies in Tampa, and uh, see or Tampa Bay, and see what uh, pops up, even if you're outside the area. Guy did it. Guy pro- I, he challenged me. He said, I'll be at the top of the rankings in six months for my own company just to prove it. And I go, cool. You do that, I'll use you a lot more. Or I'll figure out how to weave you in a lot better. I got to see if you're for real. Dude's for real. And he's the only guy that can explain SEO. Let's do this thing. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're not live live. We're live on tape. Remember when people used to say that? We're live for us. Yeah, for us. I was just, I was going through Larry Sanders. You ever watch that show? Absolutely. And Larry Sanders, uh, every time they bring him out, Hank Kingsley brings him out. It's like live on tape. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's weird. And then I got called out for saying like, oh, I'm going to, you know, get me, get, let's get a tape of us doing this or whatever. It was either a podcast or something, and it was like tape. And I was like, uh, uh, oh shit, uh, ah. you know, like a bunch of 20 year olds, like, what a fucking loser. So <laughs> that's we're recording this on vinyl, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, get that mic stand a little bit lower because we are doing the video and we want people to see your face. We got no producer, so I'm the producer. Oh, that's all right. You don't need those headphones. You already got some. Hey, hey. So that looks a little better. So, 
I thought this would be interesting to have you in because, you know, we've we've talked over the last year or so about, you know, how to explain the digital world to people that know they need it, uh, but they get overwhelmed very easily. And I, I, I don't have the best way of, you know, explaining it because I get too technical. I get in the weeds. It's like if you ask John Gruden, like a small – Give me like a give me one football play, and like that's kind of how I feel sometimes. I catch, I'm starting to get better about it and catching myself, but I'll like before I know it, I've been talking for 25 minutes about like here's the strategy, here's what we got to do, sluggo, get your flanker out there, and then you get your H back and you get. So I mix the two, but um, I was saying, all right, so you know transparency to the audience. I was like, I want you to come on. First thing I'm going to ask is, what what is SEO? Uh, what do people think it is? And like, how do you how do you explain it? Uh, so this might I I want I want this to be an authentic conversation, but I realize this might be a little prepared. And you talk about this a lot, so go ahead. Hit yeah, it. a lot of people think that SEO is is some type of hocus pocus, and uh, unfortunately, out there in our market space, in the digital market space, because it's so complex, um, it, it tends to go over people's heads a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but it what it really comes down to is trust. And there's a trust factor between your website and Google. So trusting that if you're a customer searching for something, they want to deliver the site that is most relevant and most helpful to the person who's searching. And so for them to have uh, the ability to do that, they have to have trust in your site. So, oh, so you, you go, hmm, that's a different angle I thought you would go. Uh, yeah, trust, that, that's for sure, definitely. Because um, I believe that uh, with clients, for me, our the client-agency relationship you know, there has to be trust there or else it's not going to work because you're not going to be seeing us all the time, you know? Um, and so you got to pick up what I'm putting down or else it's not, it's probably not going to work out. It's probably not going to be a good fit. And I'd rather know now if you can handle that or not as a client. Um, so trust. Okay. I, I like that. I like it. It's a little bit more holistic. It's a little bit bigger because, all right, what was SEO back in the day? It was like, Geo, I'm talking like GeoCities, mid-90s, um, you know, AOL chat was huge. What else was big at the time? LA gear lights on your shoes. You know, SEO back in the day was uh, you having a website and you could throw, linking is a big deal to a website. So um, if I have, a, for example, if I have, a, if my website is CNN and I put a link to your website because I say you're an authority on uh, business consulting. Mm -hmm. That carries a lot of weight because I'm a trusted site. Well, back in the day, you could start linking to that site from every Louis Vuitton and Nike and, you know, it's funny now, but Viagra commercial. And, and they would send all these, these garbage links to your site and you would rank for something. Uh -huh. And you could manipulate that now. Um, and that's Black Hat. Uh, today, which would get you put into the sandbox, you would uh, it would tank your site. So the sandbox, I always explain, and my my SEO uh, explanations are very. I just keep it very kind of 
I don't get in the weeds until I bring I call you up frantically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, or I just try to go philosophically. You don't really want to game Google too much. They kind of dictate how it goes. Absolutely. I mean, so it's it's so it's a simple they, formula. That's now. their sandbox, essentially. Well, that's the penalty box. There's the penalty box, and it's a very real penalty box. And if you get uh, stuck in there, you're stuck in there for a couple of years. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's not a fun place to be. It's it, it takes a very good amount of uh, SEO to get you out of the sandbox. So, ex- let's do another. I want another kind of way of explaining SEO. I know it's putting you on the spot, but. Something maybe a little bit more more towards the technical, but right now, how what is it right now? Because in the '90s, it was like put all these invisible links at the bottom of your uh, Angel Fire page, yeah, and that's going to get you a lot of traffic. Um, and we didn't care about speed as much because the be- the best you had was a twenty eight point eight k modem or something like that. Um, or a T1? Was it T1? It used to be T1 lines. Dude, I'm, really yeah. go- I'm really digging deep. In Absolutely. My, my brain, is. I'm not good with a lot of memory. So for me, I'm like, yeah, good job. The ginkgo biloba is working. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like, I, I feel like everybody I talk to, they ask about uh, digital marketing, but they refer to it as SEO. Like they think SEO is the overall thing. Or like someone will hit me up about social media but they, what I think they mean to say is online advertising a lot of the time. So I, I feel like an asshole, but I go, I got to kind of break this down because the terminology is very elastic. Yeah. SEO is SEO. Digital marketing can be anything from your Facebook ads to your ads on any site, your banner ads. When we, when we get down to SEO, when the brass tacks, you know, step one, which I tell, you know, anybody who wants to know about it, is to make sure that your business information, your name, address, and phone number, is the same everywhere online. Mm -hmm. And you would be surprised if I was to do an audit of XYZ Company, 9.5 out of 10 would have uh, an address that's different on Google+, that's different on their Facebook page, Mm -hmm. a phone number that's in uh, one of these other listing sites, they call them citation sites, would be different than the phone number on their homepage. And that does one thing for Google. It takes away the trust because you're not consistent. So step one, people think, uh, you know, SEO, while it is pretty complex, the easiest thing you can do is to make sure your name, address, and phone number is the same everywhere. Beautiful. Th- this is a podcast of pragmatic advice. Like, I hate the Tim Ferriss stuff. That's why I kind of started this. That's great. Because that is like, you're right. I do have a side question. It's a little bit more advanced in the digital marketing sphere. What about, I kind of know the answer, and I, I want to make sure you can explain it too, is, uh, you know, you, you have a bigger company that does a bunch of different phone numbers online um but you need to have one of the google approved kind of companies right so you know like so you can track calls track leads through the number it'll be like one digit different on facebook than it will be on this ad this google ad then it will be on the site you have one main number on the site no yeah Yeah, you can do call tracking numbers when you're running ad campaigns but that is to really track the production of your campaign 
right? So, so that's overall. different for mm -hmm. the search engine marketing or the search engine optimization for the principal business. Yeah. So if I have Fred's Plumbing, but Fred's Plumbing has a location in Tampa, Jacksonville, and Orlando, mm -hmm. I can have three no phone numbers and I can have three Google My Business pages. Right. But the name and address and the phone number for each one of those areas has to be consistent. Uh -huh. If you start running ads for tracking numbers, that's different. Don't expect those ads to help you rank for Jacksonville Plumber mm -hmm, because they're mm -hmm. not going to. Those are paid ads. Right. That's completely different than organic marketing. Yeah, organic for people that don't know. And we're talking SEO. So if you're you're searching on Google, maybe you still have an AOL account like my mom did three years ago. She's still paying for it. I still have my AOL account. Well, Please you, don't throw and, me under the bus that hard. You got a little gray in the beard, but I mean, you you kind of need to know the AOL market too. I mean, it's, I was telling someone I've done digital ad campaigns over on AOL and kicked ass for vitamins. Like it's, that's the older, that's the older crowd. They My still mom have is their the market person. share. Right. They still have their market share. Bing still has their market share. When you go and buy mm -hmm. a Windows computer, defaults. It defaults to Bing and people who don't know don't change it. And listen, if you can get 25% of your business in traffic mm -hmm. from Bing, why wouldn't you? That's a big chunk of the pie. Yeah. And Bing's, Bing has low self-esteem, so they're trying harder. So I've noticed that sometimes I can get better results, like uh, as far as cost efficiency, ads over on Bing, you know, relative to the size we're doing on Google. But uh, I would say, all right. So I already lost my train of thought. See, this is where ADD goes. Um, and I don't even see that much gray in your beard. I've got a little bit. I'm 33, but I feel 43, if that counts. Maybe 53. I've got the old man back pain of a 53-year-old. Old man back pain's the only thing you can complain about, and no one gives a shit. And you know you have old, old man back pain when every time you get up or sit down, you go, uh, 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 I've been tossing out a lot of old man grunts this week. like, uh, And I caught myself like, oh, it's so gross. Um, I would say, all right, so SEO... What about what is SEM? Because that confuses people too. That's another acronym. There's too many. That acronyms. is the same thing. Search, search engine optimization, search engine marketing is pretty much the same thing. So what we were talking about earlier is the difference between organic marketing and paid, let's say, digital marketing. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. So for people, because we get we're so used to this, we think every. Sometimes we, you get used to thinking everybody is on the same page with what we're talking about. So I'm going to bring it back down sometimes. Absolutely. So if you're Googling something, you're Googling, um, uh, let's go with uh, new era hats, custom made, because I have a bunch in here. That's the only thing I could think about. Uh, they're over there. I'm like Turtle gotcha. from Entourage with all the Tampa Bay hats, and I want all the colors. Uh, maybe I'm looking for a custom person to do one for my, uh, my logo on a hat, on a new era hat. Fitted right. hat, so I type it in, and not the not the ads. Some people don't even know there's ads right there. Right, the first three are are your ads, and they have a little a little icon next to the address that shows that it's an ad. Uh huh. And then if it's a local business, maybe that you're looking to do um, some work with, there'll be a map pack. We like to call it the money pack, and that's usually three businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Top three reviews. Usually. Reviews have a lot to do with it, but not always. Uh huh. 
but it has a lot to do with that first thing that I mentioned before, that trust where your name, address, and phone number Huge. is the same everywhere. And that's just logical. That's just basic logic. Like, and then you can get, you. I'm sure you get all your clients listed on whatever amount of uh, uh, map sites are out there, whatever uh, social they're on, all that stuff. You do like quality control check on all that stuff. Right, right. So any t- anywhere a client would have a social profile or a social presence that mm-hmm. allows for. Uh, name, address, and phone number, we make sure that's consistent. It's actually one of the parts that we do for our clients because, listen, this is if this is first base, we can't affor- afford any errors. Mm-hmm. So they may have three or four or five social profiles, uh, but then we'll go out and build quite a few more for them. Right. And making sure that all of their name, address, and phone number, we call that the NAP in our, li- in our vernacular, the NAP. Making sure that it's all acronyms, correct. Man. Yeah. Every industry has their own set of acronyms. I think that's what made the 2008 crash so confusing for everybody because people just don't know anything about finance or Wall Street. About or derivatives? I couldn't even define a derivative yet. Uh, well, we're not going to try gonna, on this I podcast. I can tell you that. Not, right, not today. Not <laughs> at the end of the week and any of that. But I, it's a macro and micro problem, you see. No, uh, I won't. I, I do th- find that why the crash happened really interesting. I just watched The Big Short again, kind of got a boner watching it. But um, so SEO, I feel like, tell me, tell me something. Tell me what people say to you that they, they want SEO and then what they actually think it is, what they think it is, you know? Well, I tell you, the. If if you're approaching me and you're saying I want SEO, you're you're sort of on the on the other side of a, a more savvy business owner, yeah. who, who's who's got a little bit of an understanding of hey, I understand that there's maybe hundreds, if not thousands, of people every month searching for whatever product or business that I'm selling, and they understand that if I'm in that three pack, if I'm in that money pack, or if I'm in the first page mm-hmm. of an organic listing. Mm-hmm. Everybody who clicks on my site, comes to my site, I don't have to pay for that traffic. It's organic. Right? Now, my, I have I had to invest to get into that position. Right. Right? But once I was in that position, I wasn't paying for every single click that came through. Yeah. And it's um, you know, in an age where you know, you can make it happen as fast as you want, I'm sure. Everything I've been obsessing about, everything falls into quality cost delivery. It's like project management 101 stuff. But for me, I didn't take a lot of ops classes. I didn't take a lot of project management classes. I've been reading up, you know, the last couple of years to get better at that part because that was a weak part of my game back in the day. Um, And now I just kind of really break a lot of stuff down as far as quality cost delivery. Now, no clients ever want. <clears throat> to lose the quality part we we always say like we'll sh- we're going to we could do all three if if you if you kind of listen to us about we just need you about 10 20% of the way we don't need we can't do it 100% on our own but if you listen to us exactly and get stuff to us that we need we'll we'll shoot for all three most clients get two and the shitty clients the assholes they get one <laughs> and and you know that's it's hard because this stuff is intangible. For us, we get it because we're, we're on it all the time. You can make SEO happen pretty quickly if you had an unlimited budget, I'm sure. 
I mean, not as like. How about this? Everybody thinks this stuff happens overnight. Well, that's the biggest and misunderstanding. I, and I go, yeah, it's quicker than than offline, sure, but online, it's gonna at the budget you've got, at the constraints we have, because you don't have a brand, you don't even have copy, you don't have a strategy laid out. Uh, I mean, this is the majority of people I talk to. Like, you don't even know what your goals are, sales wise or leads-wise, you don't know the cost per new lead, you don't know the cost per acquisition of a client, you don't know the legacy of a client. You know, I just talked to some orthodontist uh, practices, and it's like, yeah, that can be a legacy client because someone comes in for five years, they might have brothers and sisters younger than them. And they always have three kids. Or or, or that, or adult, more adults are getting it yeah, done. I absolutely. Was, I was like, hit the Dominican market because they get them later. I noticed that when I was in uh, the DR. But yeah, tell me about that. Well, everybody thinks this happens like right now because, because their interaction, I figured it out, their interaction with the internet is right now. Everything is right now. Well, that's our culture, though. That's it's a, a user it's a, interface, though. You know, we're like, in an instant gratification culture. We're in a drive-through. I order at the sign. I pick it up at the window. What's taking so long? Yeah. I tell all of my clients. I go, listen. W- when we start, you're going to be very excited. We're going to be getting going. You're going to see a lot of. You're going to see some changes immediately because those are some, um, some infrastructure things that we had to do. Yep. And then what happens after 90 days, you're going to call me up and you're going to say, how come I'm not on page one when you were on page 50 right. when we started? Mm-hmm. So it, it comes down to expectations. Remember, I always bring it back to that same what's, what's trustworthy and what looks natural. So we want to do the things that are natural that a normal business would do. So we're not trying to game the system. We're not trying to do anything that's illegal or black hat. But what we're trying to do is build in efficiencies into your business, specifically into your digital presence, and then grow that presence naturally so that you can you know, reap the fruits of your labors later on. Uh-huh. It's sort of like planting an apple tree. Either you buy an apple once a day or you plant a tree, you let it grow, and you eat apples forever. And that's the same thing with organic marketing. We're going to start planting those seeds mm-hmm. so that your digital presence grows naturally, and we help it along with some fertilizer, as they would say. Yep. And then you're going to have a digital presence that is trustworthy because once you get onto the front page with Google and once you get into those higher positions, it is very difficult for you to be unseated because you are a trusted, reliable source. I keep going back to the same thing over and over again. Don't call up an SEO and say, hey, listen, put me on first page in 60 days. That's not how it works. Yeah. No, I mean, what what about... Let me tell. Let me ask you about this. Um, so, you get a lot of WordPress. De- WordPress. I know we've ar- we've You've we've come gone through this. That's fine. <laughs> I get it. Look, I get it. Like, and WordPress is WordPress is good for what it is. Um, the plugin factor is is the main factor on the developer side. Absolutely. My 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 thing is like. I go client user first because I I don't really want to I want them to be able to use their site just like the Apple or feed a man a fish teach a fish whatever I want them to be able to use their site because really for us the development side website development side it's great it's fun it's hard it's 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 a difficult process but we uh, that's the storefront to us 
everything else, tactic-wise, SEO, social media, email marketing, online advertising, um, those are the tactics to bring it in through in, in, in the middle is content. You got to figure out good content. No, I agree with you 100%. And when it comes to search engine marketing or SEO, it doesn't matter really what platform you're using to a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as point. it fits the constraints of like now mobile, mobile speed's really important. Mobile speed, mobile friendly. Oh, man, I almost called you the other day because we I was like, we're not, we're not doing well in this Google test my site. Um, if you go to just page speed insights. Well, there's that. And then they made it like an even simpler one from that. Uh, that has literally a big picture of a mobile phone that you type in a URL. You can type in anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just the mobile, yeah. But, you know, we're Squarespace heavy just because the user interface of being able to use it for the clients. And we work with a lot of service businesses, you know, that are small, local, not quite medium-sized business. We may go WordPress on something like that Uh, because that's a little bit different of an animal SEO-wise. Or it's easier to implant Someone like you put them in there, you know, drop some knowledge on there. But I would say um, <laughs> we were like getting all these bad, bad speeds. And then I looked at uh, I had to go to Reddit and figure I'm I'm going down the rabbit hole. I'm freaking out because I was like, all our sites are slow, I guess, or something like that. I'm testing it in person. I, we always do. We always try to test every on every device we can and um, in enough iterations, enough browsers, all that stuff. And then I find out, like, oh, if you have Squarespace, it'll have a bunch of false negatives or something like that. And then I went to pingdom.com, and it was like, it's fine. And then I went to whatever, there's a bunch of sister sites like Pingdom, because I was like, I don't trust anything now. And I went to a bunch of them, and they, they were all like, oh, you load in under two seconds. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Fucking yeah, that's one of the things Google. I bet that drives it just drives us nuts as as digital marketers. I can only imagine what it does to the end user because every tool that you use uh, shows a little bit of a different result, and not one of those tools are perfect. Whether it's Google's own tools or yeah. or Moz for that for, Moz, for that matter, Moz is big. Yeah, Moz used to used to be the biggest one, and it's, they're still very big. Uh, HubSpot's probably biggest. You think? Different, different deal. Uh, well, I use different. Yeah, oh, I do different tools for in. for different uh, situations. Yeah, is that is that, is that the uh, Domino's Pizza guy? No, <laughs> that is uh, Hector, uh, co-founder, co-partner, co co-partner, co-conspirator, uh, uh, owner of uh, Two Eight Monkeys, our our video uh, sister company, across the hallway. Their AC's broken, so they're they're coming in here. No bueno. Yeah, he's got he's got he dyed his hair. Looks like Odell Beckham. Yeah, you're on video. I think people can see you all the way in the back. Nice. <laughs> it's on. It's Facebook Live. There's only like a thousand people watching, so don't worry about it. Yeah, no worries. They just think you're soft as shit. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, it's that thing of like instant gratification in everything now, and it it applies in this business relationship and it's just not, it's not the same. It's not one for one. I want to go back to that. Cause that look, everything's on demand that, I mean, that's really it. Everything is on demand. You want to, you want a plane ticket? You don't have to go to the airport anymore. I know that's like a 20 year gap I'm going for, but like you can literally find the best price online doing a little research or you can buy it like in a swipe. Amazon is, has like lulled me into a, uh, a position of like if I can't get it, 
if I can't get it on Prime, I'm really pissed off. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's like some weird, some. Ask J.C. Penney's and Sears and Macy's how they feel about Amazon. Uh, I'll take Sears out of it because they own the buildings. I figured that out. I had an old boss that told me that. So th- they own the real estate. That's they can fail all they want on the inside. They still have badass real estate everywhere. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that. That's why I was yeah. like, "How is Radio Shack still open forever?" That's still that, going to take them down a peg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they suck. I'm just saying, you can go to Sears and you can haggle like crazy. There, it's like a bazaar. You can go in there and just they're selling off assets like crazy. What do they sell? They sold off their craftsman uh, division. Yeah, selling that to pay debt because everything's going online. People don't. I was speaking to a colleague earlier today, and I and I think this goes good to your listeners uh-huh. out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in two worlds. There's a lot of us that still live in this only this physical world. I'm going to do my business with a handshake. I'm going to be belly to belly with the guy and I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about my business. I'm going to do all of my business with word of mouth. And while that has a very valid point mm-hmm. and uh, there's always a need for that, the digital world is taking over. Yeah. The the most valuable companies on this planet right now are not brick and mortar handshake companies. These are digital entities that are dominating the market space. So for especially for your local business owner now, okay, who has always done business that way and is finding maybe they're losing market share, they're finding it more difficult to keep and retain clients, you have to either catch up or you're going to be left behind. And I really see that that is happening more and more often uh, with any number of different businesses. Oh, you're, you're blown up. I, you know, I agree. My, my, my stance, I always say, like, because my, my angle with what we're doing here is to try to bring this, uh, try to bring a little bit of face to the digital side, which doesn't exist before. The vision of this company, the nerd agency slash small, medium business consulting company, that's as quick as I can kind of say it there's no catch-all phrase but my vision is to really bring client service you know via skype you know 35 percent of our clients are out of uh, the tampa no out of florida and about half are out of the tampa bay area and even people that are in this area they'd rather not sit in traffic to meet face to face a lot of the time so we we do a lot of skype we do a lot of google hangout whatever my thing is I want to bring that face. I want to bring the old school values like that as best we can because our, our services are anonymous. But I totally get it. And I say, I say what you just said too. I say, look, your online needs to reflect what you do offline and vice versa. Absolutely. You can't be a badass website, you know, slick, real, real awesome and then the you, the client the customer experience client experience depends on the company is really shitty when they get there or you're it's completely anonymous absolutely right it's going to but reflect. that goes right back into what sort of what your your specialty is and another big part of SEO is the the reputation management and that social media presence Christ it's it's it is becoming it, it's not a luxury anymore it's an absolute necessity mm-hmm. 79% of people who walk into your store have researched your company online looked at your reviews before they walked in to make a purchase 79 
when I saw that statistic and a lot of things that I was reading, it blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, it it's crazy. And it's you know what's even funnier is like people don't even calibrate themselves. I'm like, all right, think about you, you like fishing, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, did you look up, you know, the best uh the best kind of lures for the fish you're try- about to get? And you're like, what? And you're like, did you look it up? Like, well, yeah, but I was like, yeah, that's that's that. Bass Pro Shop shows up first always because they dominate shit everywhere they are. We've got a huge one here in Brandon, which is like a little uh, uh, enclave, like a little uh, suburban area of Tampa. For There's people that listen to this outside the area. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a suburb. And uh, It's actually a big suburb. It's a big suburb. 400,000 people live there about... The Fishhawk area was over $100,000 per uh, median income home. I had to do a bunch of research one time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, a lot of transient cool. as well. A lot of people not from the area that moved there. Um, but it's one of those things where people don't even realize they do. They're doing the user part. I guess that's what gives us value. But they're doing they're they're doing these things, and they go, oh, Okay, I get it now. That's what I try to figure out with them. I'm like, what are you into? And they go, uh, hunting. And I'm like, all right, did you look up browning browning guns at any point? You're, you're browning brand loyal. Why are you brand loyal too? Like, oh, you had a gun when you were little. Okay, because they they figured out how to get the youth market into it. So you've been a legacy user forever and that doesn't happen on accident that happens by design right and you don't even know how many messages you saw uh you don't like and the other part is of seo it's compounding right so it's the the more traffic you get it just can kind of keep rolling on itself traffic is the lifeblood of seo so if you know you can have the best the, the slickest website on the world uh, all, all of the, uh, the, the basic components, your name, address, and phone number, everything, all the things we talk about, uh, the, the, what we call on-page SEO, what Google looks at on your website to sort of determine what you do, your content, and everything. But if nobody's clicking on your site, you're not going anywhere. Right, right. And so you have to bring people in. And a lot of people, look, content marketing is a bitch. It's hard. It's, you have to be consistent, and you have to do it all the time. You, like, you have to have the same frequency. People expect it once you get an audience in. I fucked up with this podcast, if you really count that as, you know, it is technically a content marketing strategy, but it really started as a passion project, and uh, honestly, the only time I have a conversation without us looking at our phones the whole time. And so, um, so maybe it is like my therapy, I guess. But at the same time, if I'm not... I, I notice the numbers. If I'm not as frequent with this content, we dip. People expect it on a certain day. Absolutely. And so... It's got to be fresh. It's got to be relevant. It's got to speak to them. It has to engage them. So SEO works in the background. It works while you sleep. That's the other part. It does. So what's neat about SEO is that sort of that second component to to the SEO, which is a little bit of that social media, is that uh, a good SEO... So. Everybody wants to know what's a good SEO, what's a bad SEO, what should I look for? You know, one of the things that they should oh, yeah. bring into the I conversation that, for yeah, sure. uh, is, is something that has to do with your social media and managing your reputation, helping you manage your reputation, helping you engage your clients online, 
so that it drives traffic to your website and more traffic is more is more widgets it's more sales it's more plumbing calls it's more um you know you name it so back in the day and correct me if i'm wrong seo used to be traffic it's just Straight up traffic. Get Straight up driving traffic from any source. Get through as any much type as you can. Weird link. But from now, anything. now it's totally different. Now it's it should the focus should be quality leads, quality traffic. Right. Like I tell people, yeah, you want more page views? I'll 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 get you all the Chinese India traffic you want. It's not gonna because they, they think that's the metric, you know, like no. page views. You know, Definitely bounce rate not. and bounce stuff. Page rules and bounce they try rate. to bust you on like, oh yeah, I was looking at our Google Analytics and uh, our bounce rate. I was like, you didn't care about the audience. I mean, you have to bring the the targeted audience of sorts. It doesn't have to be like precise, but it, you know, demographic. Just start there, you know, or location. It, so tell me about that. Like relevancy, SEO now. right? Relevancy, the relevancy of your traffic. It goes back to trust. So if you're, if I'm driving Ooh, you're traffic, just weaving callbacks. I like it. Absolutely. If I'm driving traffic to your website and you are an orthodontist in Brandon, but if I live in Sarasota and I'm looking for uh, orthodontist in Sarasota, again another city outside of Tampa. Uh huh. But I'm sending you to a Brandon website that is completely irrelevant. Yeah. So I'm going to hit your site, and then I'm going to bounce. So if you have a very poor bounce rate, yeah, that does negatively affect your, your metrics. It affects your score. So when we set up SEO campaigns or when you want to know what, hey, what should a quality SEO be doing for you, he wants to make sure that your site is being delivered in a relevant manner, in a trustful manner to the person who's looking for your product or service. Yeah, it's it's about being found, right? It's about being found. What about my branding rebranding idea for you that I was spinning out of control this morning? But I was like, this could be really good, man. I With a spyglass and a, and and a, and a swashbuckler. I've seen so many SEO companies that have the same kind of like, and I'm not dogging what you're doing because uh, we were looking up results. You were like, let me do an honest test, and I was like. That's fucking impressive because you called it out months ago. It's like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one of the top SEO companies to prove it to you that I'm gonna be up there. And sure enough, you're right on the front page, and I'm fucking impressed um, because you get this called out too, like I do, uh, which is I gotta redo my site, and I've been saying that for two months. Is like if you're not doing it for yourself, how can the client trust Absolutely. you? Absolutely. But at the same time, I always say like. Look, clients go first uh, before us, um, you know, and we'll always do that. We do, we do need to make time for ourselves. I, you can only say Carpenter's house is the worst on the block, you know, so many times. But it is really tough when you, you're, you're deep in this for yourself, for clients, you, and that's all you're doing. It goes to the, credibility. Well, the last thing you want to do <laughs> you know, is really do your own shit. Exactly. Like this office is like a total shithole frat house because I just go, okay, I've got a finite amount of hours. We've got a 11 month old and a, a baby girl on the way in October. And I try to do as much work I, as I can with two hands because there's so, I can watch the kid do some stuff on my phone, answer emails and whatnot. I can do that on the side while I'm still watching. I'm a good multitasker like that. But uh, so like development, I need both hands and preferably two screens. Uh, ad campaigns, I need same thing. Um, I need and I need like a whiteboard and stuff like that. I don't need it, but I need I need be able to think. 
but if I'm here, I'm always like, I can't spend, I can't even spend an hour like just organizing everything because I feel like that's a waste. That's where we're at right now. But I feel like you, you, you took the plunge of like, I'm gonna put it out there in our networking group. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna be like, I'll be, I'll be on the front page, and you did it, and that's impressive. Um, my pirate theme for you is only just to localize you. <laughs> Tampa, Tampa Bay SEO Pro. Dot com. If anybody, uh, I'll, I'll I'll do it in the intro. I'll, I do the intro after we record this, but I'll uh, I'll give you a plug in there. But you know, it's good to do it towards the end of the podcast. But I was like, look, man, you got it. I I think branding wise, it doesn't help your SEO. It just helps your uh, your sticking power. Well, who, who was it that said? Was it? Um What's the gentleman from Berkshire Hathaway? I'm having a mental block. Um, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. <laughs> Warren Buffett. Uh-huh. I, I, I LeBron read James. No, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Okay. I heard that he goes, one of the most important things you can ever do when you're starting a new company is you have to have a great logo. Yeah. I was surprised when I heard that. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's intangible. It does. It, it's it's immeasurable almost. Look at the Apple logo. It goes to the brand. I mean, you never, you never look at a piece of fruit the same way again. <laughs> well, in the same respect, you you say SEO is about trust, right? Absolutely. I say the logo. Think of it as your family crest for your business. Think of it as yeah. your your flag. It's the thing that is supposed to d- describe you in such a such a my like a simplistic way. It's it's tough. Logos are really tough. Uh, I'd agree. say logos, brand names, and slogans. Those are the triumvirate of like secretly really hard. Uh, and a lot of people hire like a they go on ninety nine designs to get a logo, which is fine. If you need a working place logo, go to Fiverr, whatever. G- get a generic one. Just get going. Have something. But like if you're like a established business, let's say you're over three years old. Um, you know, it, I, I think it's important to have it. And as we're trying to grow, I want I want the whole brand theme to kind of make sense. So the campfire logo, we're sitting around a campfire planning the next day. That's kind of the idea. So that's the whole camp theme of it. But it has a, it has a local feel because Tokabaga was the tri- Indian tribe Absolutely. in Tampa. They named the city of Tampa uh, – because Tampa means sticks of fire in their language. And so hence the logo. But I had this in my head since I, I read a puzzle when I was 12 that had that fun fact on it. And so like that came easy when I started this firm. For a lot of people, it's tough. But I'd say for you, you got if you're going Tampa, we have a we don't have much of an identity, but you can play on, you know, it's not like we're Philly or something like that. Thank God. <laughs> well, yeah. For real. No uh, offense to any uh, Philadelphians, but my wife's from right outside there, and I just I am like I like it, just not the sports fans. Not the sports fans. I'm cool with everything except for the sports fans. I actually really like everything there, except the Eagles fans. Eagles uh, fans, Philly Phillies. fans. I'm still pissed about Joe Blanton in the 2008 World Series against the Rays. Absolutely. Fat Joe Blanton pitcher hitting a home run, like ugh. Just a okay. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like all red. That should have been a rain delay. Am I? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. I'm rain still. Delay. I'm still with you. Ten years later, um, I'd say. 
got bitter beer face over here. All I want to do, and I'll throw the challenge out. We can figure out how to do it. Uh, is I think you got to You got to if you're going super localized, just get a little pirate love in there. It can't be. Uh, here's the thing: can't be any worse than a magnifying glass, uh, which is like every SEO company. You know. You're right. You're right. That was that's the first iteration of You're the like, logo I'm a that guest I on overpaid. This? <laughs> hey, listen, it, it, I can take criticism as as good as the next guy because the only goal, just like what I say to any of my clients, the only goal is to help you grow your company. So right. if I can't sit here with another professional and say, "Hey, you might want to tweak something and and maybe pay attention." Well, yeah, I mean, we no harm, no foul. We as kind of feral cats uh, of companies have to kind of keep each other in check, or else. You know, we, we, we can hole up and not talk to anybody for a while because Absolutely. you can just literally talk via email, on the phone. Um, but that's what I try to do for the video guys across the hall, uh, two eight monkeys. I'll just go over like Urkel every day and just go, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because they're doing it to me too now, which is great because uh, you can really like think your shit doesn't stink all the time, you know, and they'll be like, remember that thing, you were, that project you told me we were going to work on? Um, we tried to work on car dealerships as a, a package and I talked a lot of shit like, let's fucking do this. And then they, when I got lazy, they came back at me and that's good. That's accountability. That's a good thing. Absolutely. That doesn't exist in the digital marketing kind of area or digital services just in general. Let's just make it broader than that. You know, it's a lot of lone wolves. So, um, because I've been bloviating way more than I thought I didn't realize we're, uh, let's see. About 42 minutes, I think. You're going to have to define bloviating for me. Um, it's kind of being like a blowhard, like windbag. <laughs> Bloviacious? Is that a word? Bloviacious? Uh, uh, it is we in this. make it a word. Uh, on this podcast? Right now. For sure. Yeah, right now. All right. So I get your point, you know, the different logo, because I do have a presence in every city in Tampa Bay. So I'm also on the first page for Clearwater SEO Company. And I think I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on page, I'm on spot 11, one page, uh, one spot off the front page for Clearwater SEO. So I get it. I get it. And then I'd say, like, as you know, as you build more cities into your repertoire, let's say you do make a Sarasota one that is I, connected. I have a Sarasota. Okay, page. or, or uh, <laughs> let's call it Denver. Denver. <laughs> well, actually, Denver you, SEO is good. You wouldn't want to go there. Let's say Bittenville because that's a small city where Walmart is. Maybe you can grab them. Um, I would say you make it applicable to that area somehow. Um, I don't know Bittenville that well. I've been to Texarkana, Arkansas, so there's a Ross Perot sta- uh, theater, I think. I think what I want is sort of a, I'll, I'll want a national brand. Sure. Is what I'm working on next. But, you know, uh, you know I, I love this area. I love the Tampa Bay community. I think we have a lot of really bright people here, a lot of really good businesses here. I think we are very underrepresented and underappreciated as a as a community and so i really enjoy uh working here yeah i tell people because we have a we have like a lot of california clients and i I just tell them like think of it like going from uh western uh europe to eastern europe basically the price difference we're not paying you're not paying la prices here because we don't have the big overhead there's just as much intelligence over here uh, maybe design is a little bit behind 
I'd say, maybe graphic We just have a little bit more humidity. They just have to get over that part. I, but I just say low self-esteem, it makes me try harder. And the whole the whole area kind of has it. So fine, yeah, that's good. Uh, I'd say you can do a pirate theme. Just I'm going to keep badgering you about it. Do a pirate theme. And then eventually, as you go national brand kind of thing, you can keep that. It's still the brand world. Because there's SEO companies all over the country that don't brand themselves correctly. And there's no theme. And I think the whole thing of being found, I was like, pirate maps, pirate nautical, like just all this word association came in my head while I was uh, working out at the gym. And I was like, yeah, you got you to give some love to the home team a little bit. And just like we are, you don't have to tell the story. You don't have to make it hyper-localized if you think it's going to scare away a lot of uh, people in Nashville or something like that or Memphis I don't any any city in Tennessee really, um, but like I'd say, I don't know. I just I was like, oh man, there's potential there for a lot of cute copy. How about that? <laughs> uh, but you can be like, you know, you, you you can change course. You can do a lot of stuff where there's a lot of like you can weave it into kind of the client relationship too. And uh, all right, so. I want to make sure we get this in. Any advice? I got two, and they're both advice-based. Advice to um, – who's calling me? How dare they? I want you to give advice for uh, the local business. Let's call it like a pizzeria. They can't afford an SEO company. Oh, we didn't even get to pricing. You want to go over that real quick? You know what? I have – how to price. Just how, how to price. Well, listen. How to not get ripped off. How to not get ripped off. That, that's another good question. You know, SEO can get expensive. You know, I, I have a, a colleague of mine for a large national account that he's getting paid $50,000 a month mm-hmm. just from one person. Yep. Um, but for local SEO, you shouldn't be paying that much. So what we've done, I can just sort of give you an example at my company. Yeah, yeah. You know, what we've done is we've set up different entry points for any budget, something that could cost as little as a couple of hundred dollars a month uh, to make sure that all of your information is posted correctly online, you know, to something that's five or six hundred dollars a month for... Uh, com- we'll call that the scurvy. Yeah, we'll call that I'm just pa- the, I'm, the, I'm the making intro. Mini packages. I, I want to just dip my toe in here and see how it works. Yeah. Uh, where we can, you know, a big thing with social media is now we have a solution to where we can manage your entire social media. We respond to all positive and negative reviews for your business online. And we post three times a week to your social media accounts with relevant information uh, about your industry. And you don't have to do anything. You can just log into a dashboard and look at the results. How easy is that? We call that the hands-on SEO because really that's the pain point for a lot of local businesses. They know, geez, I know I have to do this social media thing. I know I have to do these review things. I don't have time. Right. And and I, it's it's funny you bring that up. I was just talking about I want simple dashboard reports that are a little bit interactive. That's like that's my other kind of side thing that I've been thinking about. How to ex- and just have a little pop outs that can explain what's what Absolutely. if they forget. But it, I'd love to be, walk in here have one that had our, you know, all our uh, digital reports, our ad reports, just a bunch of screens I can touch. I think that's, I just want to touch a bunch of screens. Uh, you know what you should call that package? The flotilla. The yeah. flotilla. Yeah, we, we keep the pirate theme throughout everything. 
So the 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 first ones don't get scurvy. Don't get scurvy. Right. That's that package, right. which is you know don't be embarrassed online. Don't don't grow a, go- a goiter. Yeah. Nobody yeah, likes yeah. a goiter. Yeah. Uh, just keep it all pirate. Uh, you can call it a parrot package. You know stuff like that. There's a lot to play with there. That's all I'm saying. All right. Advice. Advice to two different people. Advice to the local small or s- local and or small business owner that is trying to look for SEO help. Um, man, I wanted to ask you about the Shopify people too. Oh wow, that Shopify f- uh, thing is 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 getting really crazy right so, now. All right, advice to the local or small business owner. Advice about what how to even just. Find an SEO company, see if they're legit, or do something for themselves. Same advice, but for the um, for the Shopify Etsy kind of person, I'm doing this thing as a side hustle at, at night. Um, and then the last one is advice for someone that's trying to do their own SEO company. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, so for the local business guy who... Look, I don't, you're not going to... That that literally would take 10 hours to answer all that completely. But I got nuggets just, for you. Yeah, nuggets. I yeah. got nuggets for you. I like for, nuggets. For the local, S, for the local business... The Tampa Nugs. The Tampa Nugs for the local <laughs> business owner who uh, needs some SEO but doesn't have a big budget. Mm-hmm. Start... You already go, gave that. Go with the company that can give you the basics mm-hmm. and make sure that you can get your information out there online correctly and do that social media part of managing your reputation and answering your reviews and doing those things that help you engage your customers. Now, that isn't necessarily traditional SEO that's going to get you to the first page of right. Tampa Dentist, but it's going to drive engagement with your customers and it's going to help you know increase your revenues. It's going to help increase your bottom line, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And that's that puts you a third of the way of doing something for SEO. Now, for the mom at home who's got a Shopify store yeah. and who's got an Etsy account and wants to sell more anklets and more bracelets <laughs> oh, online. Oh, anklets are back. Okay. No, the anklets are back, and they're strong. <laughs> Maybe they never left. I don't know. They probably I'm, didn't. I'm not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to educate yourself about email marketing. Okay. If you are not driving customers to your Etsy store or to your Shopify th- store through email marketing, through uh, fan pages on on uh, Facebook to get email addresses and do those types of things. Facebook groups. Facebook groups. They automatically get added in. You're you're not gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. But I it's agree. something that you can do. That is, it takes time. It takes a little bit of learning takes a little bit of reading, folks. Uh, but when you do that, the email marketing for me, if when you when you solve that, um, the whole email funnel marketing, it's the holy grail of seven figures. It's still number one. It's to number me. one, and it's multi-millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's, that's a conversation I have a lot, too. A lot of people go, really? Email? And I'm like, yeah. 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 And it's not spam email. It's not... You know, Quality. it's not it's not Viagra emails right. in your inbox. It's you give permission for somebody to send you an email because you're interested in what they have to say. Right. It may not be today. It's going to be on the eighth email. But on the eighth me- email, you're going to buy something, and then usually you're going to buy from them multiple times. And it doesn't matter if you're selling socks with kitty cats on it or if you're selling a lighter for $5 that you could have bought at the store for a dollar. 
I know convenience is king now. For I a lot know of people who make millions of dollars a year. Sure. On a Shopify store. Sure. Yeah. And and it's so. Just like WordPress, they have their own kind of plug-in, kind of plug-and-play. Really simple to set up. It just takes a little bit of training and, and, and going through the tutorial. It has its own uh, e-commerce engine built into it. It has certain plugins for certain products yep. or for easy fulfillment. Mm -hmm. But you need to invest the time and the energy in that email marketing. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm glad you said that because I totally forgot to even bring that up. I mean, that that is – and I tell, like, say you're a real estate agent, right? Just – Export like Mailchimp doesn't like this convert kit. Constant contact I wouldn't use, but sometimes we have to because we already the client wants to use it. Whatever. Uh, those are kind of the big three in my head. Um, and I just go look. It may be a little uncouth, maybe not that cool, but just export all your personal emails out of uh, Gmail, Yahoo, however many accounts you have. Put it in an Excel chart or Google Docs uh, spreadsheet. Delete everybody you absolutely do not want on that or like you know one of those uh, uh customer service like email addresses delete those it's a bitch it's hard it takes a while it's boring that'll be the best thing you'll ever do with your time and that's already your your friends and family want to know your inner circle especially real that's just why i thought about it real estate they all talk about marketing is like the ripple effect or you know, uh, the sphere of influence, I think they call right, it. Right, they call it sphere of influence. So, like, uh, sounds sign. It's like solid knowledge. But uh, I'll say, like, your friends and family are your core, and you always work from the inside out. Then that next level will be uh, previous customers, existing, you know, uh, prospective clients, and then, uh, you know, what's it called? Uh, the acquaintance, friends of friends. Friends of your friends and family. Then it gets out to acquaintance level. That's kind of how I look at it. It's a ripple effect. goes inside out. Let me give a little shout out here to the realtors out there because uh, 20% of them make money. The other 80% really? of you are losing money and you'll be out of the business in a couple of years. Or, yeah. your, or your spouse is supporting you and they are angels. Wow. It, All right? You've got to be good at contracts. That's my thing. Listen, a lot of these people, they have people at the office that do the contracts. I would just say this to them. You need to invest your time in your social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you need to invest your time in your email marketing, and you have to figure it out. You have to figure it out because you have to touch people constantly. You have to be not only the social butterfly, but you have to be the digital butterfly. And when you do that, you can be really successful. But if you look at any of these other... Uh, uber successful, whether it's groups or individuals. We have a, a and I don't want to give a, a, a plug, an innocent plug here, but we have a, a, a husband and wife team in our area. They call themselves the duo. They are probably the best <laughs> real estate marketers that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Because they do it in, on all four corners. Well, they do it on a, once they get to a certain level, they just hit you over the head to make sure you're, they're relevant. All the time, right? That's a that's a whole other conversation. That's that's, you know, when you have a brand identity, you got that you got that uh, brand capital almost. That you, right, you but can, they started. Oh no, they started like everybody. They else. They started just like everybody else. Um, so I give credit where credit is due. So that's my advice for the uh, realtors out there. Yeah, it was really, it's tough. It's going to be really yeah. tough. And um, and for the people wanting to do their your, their own SEO, quit now. Quit now <laughs> while you're ahead. Uh, no, well, I mean, like, there's people that, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, 
I know a lot of one-off guys that think they can do it. They're not businesses. They're freelancers of sorts. And it's usually guys on, you know, doing it on the side. I'll, 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 I'll give you a little bit time to think. I, what I tell them is like, you're not ready yet. What you need to do is figure out, you can't do the cheat code stuff. That's what a lot of guys. I'll give you a simple one. Younger guys do. I have my own business. I want to do, uh, do my own SEO. I have a website. Here's my, this is my peek in the box for you guys out there. A simple solution that could get you some really good results. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a YouTube channel. Yeah. Start making your own videos at home, no matter how ridiculous you think you are, hmm. and post a video up on your YouTube channel twice a week. I feel like someone smart was saying this. And make sure that your YouTube channel links back to your website. Mm, Interesting. Interesting. Oh, we were talking about this off air right before we started. Yeah. 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 uh, I... So I'm going to push you for pirate-themed uh, YouTube videos. I'm not going to show up on my YouTube videos with a patch over one eye talking about digital marketing. And they're going to wonder, how can you see both screens in your office if you only have one eye That's and a, good a patch? Call. That's a good call. Very good call. You, you, you are susceptible for, uh, for bad comments, I think. And those hurt. I've got they a bunch do. of them. You know, the only way that that really works is if, if you have two monitors and one eye, they have to be stacked vertically. Not horizontal. Ooh, like uh, the stock market guys. Like the stock market guys. I want to do that. I got a guy, a friend of mine, who's got six, three, and three. There's a philosophy yeah. that's uh, too many extra screens actually takes away from your attention. I, so I'll, I'll, of, I'll, I'll mention that to him as he's as he's flying to France. I know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm just saying that's out there. It depends. You got to calibrate yourself. You got to know yourself. Yeah, like, absolutely. I like having, uh, if ideally, I'd like having three at all times, but... Uh, you know, I'd rather sometimes if I'm I need to focus on one thing, it's just better to be on the laptop. Two, two is is good. I know, I know. If I'm writing, several colleagues mm-hmm. that uh, sort of mentors that that um, sort of got me into the business and taught me the ropes. Yeah. Everybody needs a good mentor. That's another one. Um, who've made their first fortune, their first several millions off of one small MacBook. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you can do a lot just on one screen. It's just. Exactly. You got to get your short-term memory game. That's that's all. Patience I think about. and diligence and stick to itiveness. That's what is. And if you have an iPad, you, there's a there. I forget the app's name. Uh, there's an app where you can just make the iPad the second screen because usually you're using yeah. the other screens as reference point. Or I just need to go over there, copy and paste something. Absolutely. A lot of the time. All right, you feel good? Is this? We get everything out. I'm feeling good. You know, I think we gave some people some nuggets, some basics that they can look forward to. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more advanced that goes into there, but I think that... Um, yeah, this is a base. I mean, you're going to come back. I I, there, I, wanted, I want to get like a, a, a primer kind of coat on this, and then we can do, we can do more advanced one, but um, it's one of those things where I was telling you, I was like, I'm going to go fucking crazy if I have to explain SEO. And I'd rather be able to just point to this if I can't do it in time, a lot of the time. And then, you know, uh, it's it's one of those things that you get to a certain level as a company. And it, to me, it's the cost of doing business. Like, it just, do you want to try to figure out budget? Do you want to do that last? Because here's my new thing. I've been saying it. And people that listen to this podcast on the reg, they're probably going to get tired of me saying this, but it's fine. Uh, I'm going to keep pushing it. Digital marketing budget. Here's simple math on how to do it. 
I asked a couple CPAs, CFPs. They said, yeah, figures all right. We didn't get into the weeds. But take your gross annual revenue, um, whatever that is, gross, top of the line on the income statement. Um, now, SBA.gov, good rule of thumb, says 10 to 13% should go into marketing, right? Absolutely. For a service business especially because you don't have the assets a lot of the time. If you're a freelancer that doesn't have any assets kind of thing, for sure, maybe even more. You might have to spend a lot more if you're in realty. Um, a lot more to get some what they call breakaway speed. Yeah, so, ooh, yeah, I like that. Um, so, you know, get that John Ross wide receiver for uh, drafted out of Washington on Cincinnati Bengals. He's got that that speed. Get that break off speed, and then um, all right. So let's call let's call it ten percent. Let's make it conservative. So take your gross annual revenue. Close your eyes if you're listening to this, um, but uh, unless you're driving or jogging, don't close your eyes. We need you. We need you alive. All right. Now take that ten percent. We're staying conservative towards your marketing budget from your gross annual revenue, and then try to figure out what kind of business you are. We we can do it really easily. We can go 50-50 on your marketing budget, online, offline. Uh, these two guys at this table, we're going to say it's probably going to be a little bit skewed to 70-30, 80-20 for a lot of service businesses for sure. Product's a little different because you might have retail space. You might have a lot of other kind of things going. Yep. So figure out that portfolio mix uh, out of 100%. All right? Let's just stay 50-50, uh, 5% of your gross annual uh, should go to digital marketing. That's just a good spot to start. It's not, obviously every company is different, but I'd say like, and, no and one knows remember, how to budget this shit. You are paying your business. When you are taking 10%, 13% of your gross revenue and you're investing it back into your business, it's almost like what you do when you pay yourself first for your 401k. Yeah. You're hoping you're you're going to get a return on investment. Oh. You know, you have to be engaged. You pick the right person to do business with. Uh, but be engaged. It's not always a set it and forget it. Oh, be, yeah. Be engaged and realize that for every dollar you put in, you should get $2 out. Now, hopefully you're getting $10 out. But at the minimum, for every dollar you put in, get $2 out. And I said this to a client earlier today. If if you could do that, if you could invest a dollar mm-hmm. every day and get $2 out, how long would you do that? All, all the time. Yeah. In perpetuity. Right. And until you could figure out how to invest $1,000 a day and mm-hmm. get then a 2000 out. And then how long would you do that? Forever right. and ever and ever. So And the digital side compounds. Exactly. It's exponential. It can get exponential ROI. The better you learn it, the better you do it, the better people you use, whatever it is, but it's ongoing. That's the, the that that's the blessing and a curse. It's 24/7. Uh it works while you sleep. That's a great that's awesome. That is it. At the same time, that's the blessing and a curse on our side. This is what we have to deal with is coverage on that side, which I think both of us handle, but it, it's working 24-7, and uh, I may have an ulcer. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I tell my client, listen, you can send me as many emails you want at 2 in the morning. I'm not going to answer them at 2.15. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had someone that went over our contracts, and it, why does it say well, I, we can only call you between 9 and 6? And I was like, 
why do you, I was like, I wanted to be like, why do you think that clause is in there? We only put it in there because we had to deal with people calling all the time. That's right. And we plan well, as far ahead as we can get, because my on our side, it's a lot of upfront work, a lot, a lot of upfront work. I got to get to know everything. And then we have it all set up to go as far forward as we can. And then we're going to keep uh, continuous improvement on that. So anyway, this is a whole other section that could have been another podcast. I think we've buttered this side of the bread quite well today. Yeah, I feel good. All right. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, po- first podcast? First podcast. Pop that cherry. All right. Appreciate yeah. it. Peace.